Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Father desires a relationship with us. As we look through the scriptures, we see we can start in Genesis where God created the heavens, God created the earth, God created, you know, the sun and the moon and the stars. I mean, the animals, the He created everything. He created man and he created woman. But he never wanted to just have created things. He wanted to have children. We're talking about born again. He he didn't want to just have things he created in existence. He wanted children. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So he wanted something that's his, that's born of him, like from his loins, like that carries his genetics. Oh yeah, I'm talking about you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. He, 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 everything that's created by God Man is created by God, therefore we bear his image, we have his likeness, we reflect God because he created us. But we don't become like him unless we're born again. We don't become his child just because he created us. He created whales, that's not his son. He created horses and giraffes. That's not his daughters. He created man. He didn't just want man. He wanted sons. He wanted children. So in order for us to become like him, to carry his genetics, we have to, like Jesus said, unless you come as a little child, that's why Jesus says that. Unless you come as a little child, you can't even enter into the kingdom. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? He wants children. Some of us are too grown to be like him. (laughs) We're too set in our ways and how we've developed as a human to even humble ourselves to become like him. To be born again is to go through a severe process of regeneration. I'm reminded of the movie X-Men, and excuse me for watching movies, and Wolverine was, (laughs) Wolverine had this natural ability, well, mutant natural ability, that his bones will grow beyond his fingers, and they will become like weapons. So he will have three of his bones stretch out beyond his skin, and he can fight with that, fight with it, fight with it. Striker, Sergeant Striker came to him and said, oh, you're cute. I like how them little bones come out. You be killing people. That's nice. If you let me get to you, this, I have a process to change your bones into titanium steel. 
He said, this process will kill you. But after the process, you will be invincible. Y'all, y'all. <laughs> Some of us don't want to go through the process of death to go from good to invincible. God wants you to get to the point where no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Why are you stressed? Why are you depressed? You didn't go through the process of being born. You feel me, baby? So that, that's, that's, where, that's where we are now. He says born again. Another term is born anew. Another term is born of the spirit. Another term is born of God. Another term is born from above. Is anybody in the building born from above? Where do your thoughts come from? Where do your thoughts come from? Well, where should your thoughts come from? Where should your decisions come from? Where should your reactions come from? Why are they coming from below? Come on. Are, are we born again or are we just going to church? You talk to people like, I'm saved, I'm, I'm saved, God has changed my life. And they be like, oh yeah, I'm saved too. I go to church every Sunday. Schedule don't make you saved. Uh-oh. You just got another schedule. You don't go to brunch on Sunday till after church now. That don't mean you're born again. And that's why you got to have activities in church every day so people can have a lifestyle of salvation. <laughs> if you don't go home and live this word and get out my face, look at your neighbor and say, live it. <laughs> so Jesus said, I come that you might have life and that more abundantly because that which is of the flesh because Nicodemus is saying, can I be born again? Do I enter again into my mother's womb? He's an intellectual. I reason. I think about it. I'm a logistical person. That doesn't make sense. How can I be born again? You're the head of the Pharisees. You're the head of the religious crew. And you're a thought leader in this area. And you still don't understand being born again. Because you cannot intellectualize being born again. I know y'all smart. I know you got Google. I know you, nothing gets by you. I know you fast with it. I know nobody can pull a fast one on you. You cannot logistically understand in your human thinking being born again. Are y'all hearing me? This is something that is of God. Because that, he said, that which is of the flesh produces flesh. If you're born of the flesh, I'm not talking about going into your mother's womb again. I'm not talking about that because that which is born of the flesh produces flesh. But that which is born of the spirit Produces what? Produces what? Spirit. I come that you might have life. Plant life is bios life, right? Animal life, bios life. Human life, soul life, right? Suke. I don't know how to say it, but soul life. So you have the bird kingdom. You got the plant kingdom, animal kingdom, a plant life kingdom. Those are bios life. Human is a soul life, right? But Jesus came that you might have zoe. Zoe, Z-O-E, that's eternal life. The highest level of living is only in Jesus. 
You cannot have eternal life any other way but through Jesus. He said, I am come that you might have life and that much more abundantly. Humans have suke life, soul life, and everybody lives in the soulish realm. Everybody lives in the realm of your reasoning, and as long as it's, you can reason it, you accept it. That's why sage and crystals and all that stuff is making sense to people, because it's something tangible that they can understand. So if I have this sage and smoke going up in my house, I believe it's clearing the atmosphere as if the spirit is not there. All right, never mind. So he came for a higher level of living. The highest level of a living being is Zoe life. Woo, that, it got that, do y'all got that eternal life or no? Who got that eternal life in here? <laughs> it was of his own will. Let's go to the next verse. It says it was of his own will that he gave us birth as his children. You see that? He wants us to be his children. By the word of truth, so that we be, so that we would be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. So it was his own choice to make us his children through the word, so that he can start a whole new race. It ain't black, it ain't white, it ain't Indian, it's kingdom. You're a part of a whole new race. If any man be in Christ. Come on, y'all. He's a new creature. All things have, all things have, and all things have become, <laughs> become new. He says, by the word. So, so you become born again. You become his child by the word of God. I'm walking in slow, but I'm walking in fast. He, you become born again by receiving the word of God. What's the word of God? Jesus is the word. We'll get to that. I just rushed it. Psalm says this. Psalms 19 says this about the word of God. It says, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. When you get born again, your new spirit is flawless. Uh Uh-oh. But the soul gets conflicted. That's why the word converts the soul. Are you hearing me? The word converts there means to bring back to an original state. The same phrase in, he leadeth me beside the still waters, he restoreth my soul. It's the same phrase here as it is in converting the soul. So your soul gets confused. Your spirit is never confused. Your spirit is the identical spirit of Jesus Christ. Woo! Did y'all hear what I just said? That's why Jesus said, greater works than these shall ye do. Because you're going to have the same spirit I got. Your spirit is never stressed. Your spirit is never depressed. Your spirit has love, joy, peace, long-suffering. Your spirit is never impatient. But your soul gets conflicted. The Bible says the word converts the soul. It brings it back in. It returns it to an original state. That's why you need the word of God, because your soul will get lost in your thoughts and your reasoning and in your emotion. That's why you're confused. That's why you're upset. That's why you're depressed, because your soul has been augmented. But the word brings it. Look at, your, look at somebody and say, I need the word to bring me back. Bring me back. Bring me back, because I can't get lost in soulish thoughts. I can't get lost in my feelings. I can't get caught up. The word brings me back. So the high priest, check this out. So here he is, 
talking to Nicodemus, said, you must be born again. He's talking to a religious leader, talking about being born again. The first message of being born again was presented to a religious mind. Religion rejects relationship. Religion says, I know what he like. It's like when you come home from work and you a husband and your wife just got the pizza and wings, pizza and wings, pizza and wings. Pizza. You might want Chinese. If you took five minutes to ask me, you can spice up my whole night with some general chicken. But because you think you know me, you follow a system. So system dismisses relationship. So now because I think I know, I know how to get out of this problem. This is how you get out. I, that's, you're doing what you think is necessary based on what worked before or based on what somebody told you. But you're not acknowledging him in all of your ways and let him. Religion is, I know, I got it. I, I got it. I know what he like. He likes his bath water. Jesus liked me to do this. God like, and you're not even talking to him. Jesus is alive. He's alive. He's not a figure that once lived in the Bible and he's dead now. He died and he rose. And if you wake up in the morning and speak to him, he will speak back to you. Matter of fact, he speaks to you first. That's why you woke up. When he wakes you up, he's saying, how you doing? You should wake up and be like, I'm doing good because you're good to me. When you wake up tomorrow, that's God speaking to you. Don't be rude. Speak back. He say, hey, how you doing, Ty? And you like, you respond to text before you respond to him. When you wake up in the morning, that's God initiating relationship. That's God saying, I'm with you. What, what are we doing today? You think you're just waking up about to go to, no. God kisses you with the breath of life every morning. And you got a gift on the side of your bed called mercy. Hey, they're new every Woo, somebody shout hallelujah. Oh. All right. Yeah. All right, all right. Thank you, Thank you baby. So, I just need to put some chapstick on the mic thing. <laughs> Religion denies relationship. Religion is a spirit of pride that says, I got this. I know. I've been saved 20 years. Same people that say, I cast out devils in his name. That was cute. I used you just like I use a paper towel. Depart from me. I never, just because I used you don't mean I knew you. Uh-oh. I don't want to just be used by God. I, wanna, well, I want him 
to know me and I want to know him. I want to be known. You use toilet tissue. That don't mean, never mind. I don't just, <laughs> I ain't going to continue that subject. But this is why the Bible says Jesus, he don't chill with church people. He don't, he don't, look, look at the scripture says, look at this. It says, the scripture says, just as the lamb was sacrificed outside the camp. The next one, the next one after the next one, actually. Yeah, the next one. Thank you. The high priest carries the blood of the animals to the most holy place in the Old Testament. Then he offers the blood of sins. Cool. But the body of the animals was burned outside the camp. Got it. So Jesus also suffered outside the camp. He died to make people holy with his own blood. So let's go to Jesus, who is Let's go to Jesus, who's outside of your camps. <laughs> and you got to bear some of the shame that Jesus had. He's outside of the church walls. He's outside the temples. He's outside of the conferences. He's out, I'm not saying he don't, you don't get I'm just saying that he, he specified, I'm, I heard Bishop Jake say, being outside of the camp is an indictment against it. It's to say that something ain't right in there. Let's go out to where he is. Outside of the camp means outside of church. Outside of the camp means outside of religion. Outside of the camp also means outside of family. Uh-oh, here we go. Just took a turn. Yeah, family. Because religion is one thing for a church to tell you that, and that ain't God. But family values and family ways is another bondage. Anything you lock into as identity besides him is a blockage. Okay, let me say that again. Whatever identifies you besides him is an idol. Okay, 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 okay. You become an usher in church and now you, the, this is all, I mean, you, you, that's your new identity. If you don't usher that Sunday, you sick with an IV in you. Because that's your identity. So, if that becomes your identity, it is also your idol. So now you idolize being in charge at church. All right, never mind. You, you understand what I'm saying? That's religious. Now family, I'm the one that always brings the cornbread to Thanksgiving. Somebody else bring cornbread? Why do I have breath in this body? You can't even identify yourself by your family. Because they didn't make you. It is he that has made us. Okay. He used them. You can't even be bound by your parents' words your whole life. And they could be great Christians. But you got to follow God. And sometimes he's outside the camp. Camp represents your squad, your friends. He's if your friends identify you and you feel like you got life around them, that's your idol. Whatever gives you life and you lose breath without, idol. Because it's in him we live. It's in him we move. It's in him we have our being. 
I feel idols all in here today. You need, I gotta have this, you got this token of your, you know, your grandfather who died, you got that around your neck, and if they, you, you don't even feel dressed if you don't got that picture around your neck. Idols! Anything you can't live without? Oh, God. It's a, this is heavy, but it's real. It becomes an idol. It becomes the central focus of your lifestyle. You're, you're like, I'm good as long as I got, as long as I got my kids, as long as I got my husband, as long as I got my wife, as long as I got my mom and dad, as long as I got my homies, as long as I got the church, as long as I got my job, whatever you're circling around, it's about to be destroyed or it's about to be tested. If you have consistent problems in a certain area, it may be something you're idolizing. They had the Ark of the Covenant. I don't know. They, they, put it, they stole the Ark of the Covenant from the people of God. That represents the presence of God. Let me get out of here. I feel like y'all, y'all, y'all with me? They, they took the Ark of the Covenant, the presence of God, from the children of Israel, and they sat it next to their God called Dagon, D-A-G-O-N. Their big idol God. They stood it next to that God. The next day they came out, like the head was off of the, the, the idol. They was like, well, they put the head back on. The arm was off the next day. They put the, I'm paraphrasing, they put the arms back on. The last day, it was in pieces. The head was over there, the torso was over there. And they're like, who keep messing with this? You can't put God with other idols. <laughs> Nothing happened to the Ark of the Covenant. Everything happened to the other idol. So if stuff keeps falling off of stuff in your life, maybe it's an idol. Let me move. Y'all don't like nothing I'm saying today. So here's Jesus talking to, the, to his boys. He's, we're talking born again. Jesus is the key to being born again. Here he is. Let me, let me move it quickly. How can I do this? How can I do this, Lord? Okay, let's do this. Let's go to the next scripture. I'm just going to read through these with you. There are many rooms in my father's house. So here we are. Jesus is talking about going to prepare a place. That where I go, you will be also. I will come back. I will take you with me. That where I am, you may be to the place I'm going. You know where I'm going. Thomas said, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and, come on, y'all, the life. I, how do I do this? I am the way. How can I do this? I am the way. How can I forgive that person? I am the way. How can I get over this bitterness? I am the way. You don't know that offense. How can I get over that offense? I am the way. For all of your house, he is the way. Yep, there we go. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> I am the way. And I'm going to prepare a place for you. So Jesus is the way to salvation and to being born again. We talked about it last week a little bit, and I'm going to get into it just for another second. He didn't just say, I am the way. He said, I am the truth. Last week we talked one of the core values here at Live is God's way is not just right, it's better. God's way is not just right, it's better. The prodigal son ran back to the father. Not because it was the right thing to do. It was better than the pit. So being with the Father is not just right, 
It's better. But on the flip side, it ain't just better. Yes, the kingdom is better. Yes, the kingdom of life is amazing. Yes, there are blessings and favor. It is better, but it's right. So Jesus said, I'm not just right. I'm the truth. So any other way you could be living is a lie. Do you know how many lies you're living by religiously? You're just living by a lie. My wife told me she's, she, she, she became a people pleaser for several reasons, but one of the main reasons that I, that, that I kind of connected with, she said people used to say she was so mean because she was quiet. She didn't grow up with her father. She'd been abused, so she's sitting in the corner like, I don't trust none of y'all, and they call her mean. So she grew up with the lie that she's mean. So all of her life, she's subconsciously and subliminally trying to prove I'm not mean. So I serve you. I do this, and I grind, and I give, and I give, and I let people take advantage of me, and I let them. All to prove to a lie. Living by a whole lie that your aunt said, that your uncle said, that your teacher said, that your, yo, principalities. We wrestle against principalities. Y'all remember what principalities are? Principalities are the origin of a thing. It's your, it's your first exposure to a thing. So we wrestle against that. Not, it's a lie though, but Jesus is the truth. Amen. Did y'all hear what I just said? So it says this, uh, he said he came to his own, check it out, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, look, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. Power or authority is another word. Even to them that believe on his name. That's how you are born again. Believing on his name. Receiving Jesus. I'm going to go into it a little bit more. Y'all just stay, y'all with me? Okay, cool. Which were born not of blood, not of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Born of God. Born of Again, when you receive Christ, you become born again. When you believe on his name, you become born again. Receiving Christ and believing in his name is the key that breaks the waters to your new birth. You know the water break once you believe him. Once you receive him, you're born again. But the hardest thing to come out is the head. Your mind. When you're born again, it takes, even though the water's broken, even though you're fully dilated and you're ready to come forth, that mind. That's why you're transformed, come on y'all, by the renewing of your mind. Look at your neighbor saying, we got to renew our minds, we got to renew our minds. Woo, because that thing is the hardest thing to come out. It says you were born, you were born again, not of blood. In other words, it's not of natural physical descent. It's not from your parents. Not of blood. Not of the will of the flesh. It's not something your flesh desires. Matter of fact, your flesh can't stand the spiritual things. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? And it's not of the will of man. It's not human will or practices that makes you born again. It's not going to church more. It's not becoming a part of the choir. It's not being on a dance team. That doesn't make you born again. You must believe in Jesus. Check it out. Let me keep going. Let me keep going because I'm going to tell you this. Here we go. Next one. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Messiah is God's spiritual child. Do y'all believe? Say yeah. 
okay, uh, and has been fathered by God himself. And everyone who loves the Father, God loves his children as well. This is how we're sure I'm going to go into that. When I say believe in Jesus, I'm not just talking about that. What does it mean to believe in Jesus? Go to the next one. <laughs> Man, I skipped a whole lot. Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. Whoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. What does this mean? Messiah. He's the Messiah. He's the Christ. What does that mean? That means he is the Savior. And y'all like, yeah, we know that. Okay, that means you have to realize you have sins. You got to realize you ain't got it all together. And then he's the only answer. Okay, let me, let me bring, you, that's why it says, whosoever believeth, it's, con, it's not just, oh, I believe he died for my sins and that's it. Tomorrow I could be in the wrong thought process and he got to correct me. I got to believe that he's, y'all know, they don't want to walk with Jesus. They just want a one-time hit. When I believe that he is the Christ, he is the Savior, he saves me from mistakes I can make, he rescues me from thought processes that's not in his will, it's not just a one time he died for my sins. Jesus came to expose how much we need him. <laughs> he said, you say if you lie with a woman, it's adultery. I say if you look at her and undress her with your eyes, that's adultery. You say if you stab somebody and murder them, that's killing them. I say if you hate your brother, that's murder. He's giving you, this is the standard. This is God's standard of the law. Y'all think y'all got y'all laws down here, just don't sleep with her. No, it's not about the outside religion. It's about, it's about the inside. So he revealed that, not just to say don't commit adultery and not just to say don't hate your brother. It's to say you can't do this. The law is supposed to bring you to the end of yourself. The law is supposed to prove you can't please me. Religion tries to fulfill the law in their own power. You, the law was established, thou shalt not lie, thou shalt not kill. The one who gave the law killed somebody. Moses was already a murderer by the time he told the whole children of Israel, don't kill nobody. So it's not just obey the law. I'm giving you the law to let you know my high standards cannot be reached in human effort. You got to be born. Hey, you got to be born again. Woo. <laughs> hallelujah. I said hallelujah. This is why. Whoever believeth in him, man, you have been born again. It's about realizing, yo, I don't got it. It's that humility that hits you like, ooh, I'm cute and I'm swaggy, but I ain't right. I could get away with y'all. I got my mask on. I can fool y'all. I got, uh, but I'm not right. I need. <laughs> he can't make you born again. You got to know you need it. There were people that came to him blind, and he said, well, what would, I, what would you have me to do for you? He said, that I may receive my sight. Receive your sight. People came to him. He said, what do you need? He knows what they need. I want to know if you know what you need. <laughs> That's why God don't just fix every problem. I don't know. No, I, do you know you need me? If I fix every problem before you know you got a problem, you won't know how much you need me. 
Y'all not with me? So I, <laughs> you have to, con- that's why confession, that you're not saved unless you, I, I feel like running here. Confess, confess your sins, confess your sins. Oh. What does confess mean? What does confess mean? Admission is the first part. To admit is not just confession, but that is a part of it. When I say confess your sins, this is very important in being born again, and I'll let y'all go home because I see I'm just, I'm talking a lot. Check this out. To confess your sins is the biggest part of being born again, y'all. Confess, the word comes from the word homologio. Homo means same. Right? You find that in homo sapien, homosexual. It means same. Right? Homo means same. Right? Logios means language or words. Homo logio. Right? So confession means to say the same thing that God is saying. To confess means to agree that it's wrong, not just to admit. <laughs> You feel what I'm saying? Most people admit it. I'm, I messed up, God. But you don't agree that it's wrong. I just got caught, and you're my superior, so I got to submit under you. But when I agree that it's wrong, then I got the same spirit. I got the same blood. I'm born again. How could you admit that? How could you confess and agree that something you're used to doing in love is wrong? There's no way you can agree to that unless you are You've been living this way all your life, doing all you want to do. And now here comes Jesus saying that ain't the right way. What would make you agree? A new heart. Confession is a huge part of being born again. Not just knowing it's wrong, but agreeing. Confess your faults. Lord, I agree that lying is wrong. Forgive me for that. I don't want to. I hate it like you do. I stand, I stand in agreement with you. I have the same stance as you have against this sin. Not just it's a sin, but I agree. Because he's the truth. It's not just the way. He's the truth. I know you know your sins are sins. Do you agree? This is the difference. This is the difference. This is the difference between born again and churchgoers. This is the difference. This is why we have a whole lot of church and not a whole lot of life. There's no a whole lot of kingdom life going on out there because many don't agree. You don't agree in your heart. It's like I do not agree that the speed limit should be 55 in certain areas of Orlando. I drive 55 because it's the law, but I don't agree that it should be 55, which is why I often go about 70, and y'all just pray my strength as I drive. I obey the law, but I don't agree, so the whole time I'm impatient. The whole time I'm discouraged. The whole journey, I'm upset. Why are you upset and you're in God? Why are you upset and you're in Christ? Why are you stressed and impatient when you're in Christ? You must not agree. Oh, if I agree that all things work together for good, I'm not tripping when it go bad. If I agree.
agree with the word of God, it eliminates stress in my life. When I agree with the word, not when I know it, not when I understand it. When I agree. Somebody scream, I agree. It may not feel good, but I agree. I may not enjoy that first, but I agree. Your flesh is going off right now because you're going against it. You're saying that I, I kept you all these years. Your mind is like, ho, ho, ho. You going to let this word change all this? You know how long we've been together building this you? We've been building this you for years. Remember you got hurt? I was there. Flesh. It's the flesh saying. Remember? Remember I was there. Remember they disappointed you? Remember? Now God is like, no. No. Do you agree? That's receiving and believing in Christ. You, 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 that's what it means to be continue. Believe if ETH, you, when you see the ETH on the suffix of a word, that means continually. So believeth means continue. Why, how and why would I have to continue to believe that he's Christ? Because there's going to come places in my life where I'm going to slip back into being me. And I'm going to have to agree again that this is... Woo! Y'all, are y'all with me? Because I'm going to slip back. I'm going to go back. I'm going to... You understand what I'm saying? But the word... Converts the soul, keeps you in line. The word, I gotta go. There's so much I'm trying to unpack at once. I don't want you all to be confused about anything. How am I born again? Believing in Jesus. What does it mean to believe in Jesus? He's the son of God, not just a prophet. Moses was a prophet. Elijah was a prophet. None of them were sons. Thank you for that. Please come back next week. And the Pharisees and the Sadducees were waiting on a savior, not a son. I don't mind you coming like Moses, like, I'm going to save y'all. But you're going to say you the son? The reason, the reason, the reason, the reason he came as a son. so we can emulate the Father. God wants children. Children mock parents until they come into their own character and identity. The Bible says, emulate me, copy me, follow me. As I follow Christ, Jesus said, when you see me, you see the Father. So I came here to show you what a son looks like so you can become like him. And it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when we see him, we shall be like him because we'll see him. You become like what you behold. <laughs> you become what you behold. Kids don't even know it, but they're acting like they dad. Jesus came so we could act just like our dad. But he didn't come as the father. He came as an example to us 
to be children. And I'm cool with you giving me laws, Jesus, but you're going to show me how to be? Because if I say, here it is, if I say the speed limit is 60, you'll probably drive 55, you probably drive 36. <laughs> you'll probably drive 60, you'll probably drive 57. If I establish the law, you can make your own way. You can interpret your own way within the confines of my law. That's religion. Religion is, here's the law, and everybody feel it however they see fit. Relationship is God is in the car. Go about 55. Woo! He'll tell you. He'll tell you how fast to go every street. Y'all don't want that type. Y'all call that dictatorship. Y'all call that control. He calls it love. He calls it love. I love you. I know the best way to go. I love you. I know the turns to take. I love you. I know how fast you should go. I'm not trying to control you. I'm trying to give you eternal life. <laughs> Let go of your way. Let go of your way. Let go of your way. Let go of what you think is right. Let go of how you've been doing it. Let go of how your family did it. Let go of how your church did it. He wants to do something new in you. Remember not the former things. I don't know why. My last close, excuse me. I don't know why God has preachers. I don't know why he has bishops. Because we can't tell you how to live for him. We can give you the speed limits. But the spirit got to give you your tempo. I can't tell you how fast to go. I can't tell y'all how much you should pray. I can't tell y'all when you need to fast unless he tells me. I can't tell y'all. You got to receive him. I know it's Jesus takes the will, but he never takes the will. He's always in the passenger seat suggesting the best way. He never takes the will. He's always in the passenger seat suggesting the best way because I am the way you can't even look at other marriages that works for them that works for them that works for that God is so personal he don't want you and him to be based on any anything or anybody else so make up in your heart today to let go of you <laughs> I made myself an idol. I'm the most important thing in my life. But I let go of me to receive you. Hoba. It may be hard to receive Christ because to receive Christ is to admit that we're wrong. Receiving Christ means I'm off. He makes me on. That's why you could hear receiving Christ and think it's so easy. That's the wrong context. Receiving Christ is like, oh, on my own, 
I veer. And you think you, you ever let go of your will and just, it just, you think it'll go straight? But when it's out of alignment, <laughs> you got to take it back to the manufacturer and let the word convert the soul. I believe I'm a good person. I don't mean harm to people. But that don't mean I don't need them. To receive Christ and to believe it on him is to continually be aware that I'm a veerer without him. I know you're disciplined. I know you're structured. I know you're in order. I know you cross your T's. I know you dot your I's. You veer without him. Law keepers and religious people who look good on the outside, hearts mean, and that's veering. Everybody stand. When y'all stand up, I shut up. Will you receive Christ today? <laughs> I don't mean a prayer at the altar, homie. And Todd, that's great. I love that. That's like the water breaking. I don't even think that's born again. That's like the water broke. Saying that prayer on the altar, man. Jesus don't even, Jesus never stepped foot in the church. Jesus never seen a choir. Jesus never had a praise team. Jesus never saw an organ player. Jesus never had the, he ain't about none of this stuff, man. Will you receive Christ like, oh, I'm off unless I'm in him and he makes me on and now that I'm in him I got to continue to believe in him because I can still veer after being born again we'll talk about that next week how after you're born again the nutrition that you need the first thing you need to do after you're born again is cut the cord we'll talk about okay y'all don't want that <laughs> born anew means death to the womb. Talk about that a little bit. Agree with Christ today. Don't just understand. Don't just know. Don't just admit. Admitting don't mean your heart has changed. Agreeing does. Lift your hands, everyone. Everybody say, Lord Jesus, today I agree. the same thing as Todd was singing earlier. Yes. When you say yes to God, you're saying you're right. When you say he's right, that makes you righteous. Righteous people declare God right. Whatever he says is right. Abraham believed God and he was counted righteous for it. You become righteous when you say, God, you're right. This is what you should do with your child. But God, hold on, uh-uh, you're right. Just apologize to your husband. What you mean? Mm -mm. You're right. Just serve your wife today. Serve? You're right. We don't want none of this stuff I'm saying. Just be humble in front of your coworkers. Don't, don't, you don't know what they did. You know, you're right. This is believeth in Christ. That's what I'm talking about. That's what, I'm, some of us are going to heaven, but we never have life more abundantly in earth because we don't say that he's right. Lord, you're right. 
in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for everyone in the building. If they're not saved, they not have received you. Who wants to be saved this morning? Who wants to receive Christ this morning? I'm not saved. I have not given him my heart. But today is my day of transformation. I see two hands up there. Who else? I want Jesus. I see you. You? Yeah, you can hold. Yeah. You can put your hand up. I don't care how young you are. <laughs> yep. It's little kids that age being trafficked. If they're old enough to get molested, they're old enough to receive Christ. I want to hallelujah, Jesus. I feel the presence of the Lord today. Everyone who wants to give Jesus your heart today, it's not even really a prayer I can say. It's just a reception on your part. But we'll pray to seal it. Go ahead, Tim, what are you singing, son? Yeah. My life is yours. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. My life is yours. Somebody say, Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Say, Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Say, my life is yours. Come on, say. My life is yours. Yeah, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come on, say, my life. My life. One more time. Yes, Lord. Raise your voice and tell him yes. Come on. My life. My life. If you're online, just tell them yes. If you're watching on YouTube, just tell them yes. Say, Lord, my life is yours. One more time. One more time. your song of salvation when you go home just be like yes Lord. not a prayer but a song of salvation yes, Lord. this is your song of salvation say yeah 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 if he tells you to forgive your enemy you should be like yes, if he Lord. says you love your neighbor you should be like yes, Lord. even though I don't want to do it Lord my, my last time I promise you All right, all right, all right. Last time, everybody say, my life. To receive Christ is to say your way is right. So I live my life his way. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands, everybody in the world. Let's celebrate Jesus for his word today. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.